0: Hey everyone, Al here. Before we begin tonight's special episode, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes. You can order whole bean, coarse and standard grind, espresso, there's even a K-cup option for single cup brewers. And right now you can use a promo code PROTOSTAND for 20% off anything in the store. That's 20% off all coffee and merch. Thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric for your support. Now, here's our chat with Tassia Tellis.
1: That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Doran's podcast. The produce stand. Ah, uh, fucking sexy.
0: It's Tequila Tuesday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. A podcast covering everything in the universe. Now I know what you're thinking There are many other Letter Kenny podcasts out there But this one is all about Getting bums in seats mm-hmm. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, is, as always, is the lovely Tanya, and online we have Squirrely Matt, the virtual victor, and joining us tonight, she's an actress, a model, a restaurateur, she loves Nutella, vintage t-shirts, The Princess Bride is her favorite movie because Inigo Montoya is her father, you can catch her kicking major ass as Echo on The 100, but we all know and love her as Nat, the owner of the Blueberry Bulldogs on Shorzy, please join me in making some noise for Tassia Taz.
2: Wondrous! Oh my Oh my god. Hey. Oh. Yeah. Hey.
3: Oh my god. Wait, 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 wait. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I regret nothing.
0: Welcome to the produce Antassia.
3: Thank you so much for having me. What
0: an intro. <laughs> I'm, glad, I, I'm glad you approve. Uh, I, had, I did a little bit of searching on your website for some of those facts. I hope they're all correct.
4: <laughs> they are. They are. Anigo Montoya is my father.
0: <laughs> that checks out. That's a, that's a good one to have. That's amazing. <laughs> so, where are you speaking to us from today? I'm
4: speaking to you guys from Vancouver.
0: Vancouver. And is that where you're from originally?
4: I am. I was born in Toronto, Mm -hmm. uh, but we moved here when I was a kid. My dad is Brazilian and he was like, it's really cold. And (laughs) if we stay in Canada, I can't stay in Toronto. It's too cold. So we came here um, uh, in 89 when I was five years old.
2: So so he gave up cold for rain.
4: Exactly. Yeah, that's a good trade. Trending. I'm
2: not sure. It doesn't feel right, but I guess it's less cold.
4: <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah.
2: Uh,
0: do you speak any Portuguese
2: still?
4: I do. I yeah. do speak Portuguese. Eu falo português. Yeah. Eu posso falar em português. If you want me to throw some weird, broken Spanish out there, I can try my best. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, French, of course, you know.
0: Eu também falo português, mas eu sou do
5: Ah, um, there,
0: you
4: there
5: go. go. <laughs> that cool. was that was I speak Portuguese too. My parents are from the continent. Yeah, there
0: you go. See? Yeah. I'll translate. That's, about,
5: yeah. I'll tra- that's,
3: where,
2: you, that's where you end.
5: Very I don't good. speak it though. Yeah, that's
0: amazing. She understands it better than she can speak it. <laughs>
5: <Ew>. <laughs> that's what happens when you've been married for almost twenty five years.
0: That's cool. So uh you, you grew up in in Vancouver. What was it like good. out there?
4: You know, Vancouver's pretty chill. Mm-hmm. It's pretty chill. We've heard. I mean, you know, there's yeah, there's some references in Letterkenny when the you know hockey teams were going to play against each other, and I was just like, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Like, you know, like everyone's pretty chill. Yeah. There's a lot of weed. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty relaxed here. A
2: happy place to be. It's
0: a happy place to be. So it was like growing up there, like when going to high school and stuff.
4: Um, growing up, you know, it was great. I went to French immersion. So I was like in a tiny little class with like, you know, 10 other people and we all wore our pajamas to school every day. So mm-hmm. when I went, got absorbed into high school, it was like a really rude awakening. I was like, Oh my God. I have to, I'm like, what style? I'm like, I have no <laughs> idea what that's about. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a sharp turn, but, um, it was cool. It was really, really chill. There was lots of rain. Right, uh, <laughs> but I, I've always missed Toronto, and I've always had this kind of connection and calling, you know, to go back to the East Coast. And I ended up doing my degree in Montreal. Mm-hmm. And when I came back to Montreal, I was feeling like really, I felt like really, you know, connected to the city. Right, I came yeah. in Toronto as well,
3: actually.
0: So you studied uh, theater in, at Concordia. Um, is that where, where acting began or did, did it begin earlier, like in high school?
4: Well, my mom, like she put me in a lot of different things. So she was like, we're going to try pottery classes and you're going to try like soccer and ballet. And mm-hmm. there was a community center across the street. So I think she just like signed me up for everything because right. that was like babysitting or something. I was always doing something. And so my first brush with acting was there. And and, you know, she took me around to different agents and they were really interested, but I, I was really connected to soccer. Like, I really mm-hmm. loved playing soccer. So um, I loved acting as well. Um, but soccer just kind of slowly took over my life. Um, and that was great. But when I was in Montreal at Concordia, mm-hmm. I was actually studying finance. I wasn't studying acting. Right. And I went to take an elective for a break because I don't know if y'all have studied commerce, it's <laughs>
0: exciting. It? I've worked uh, in it, but I'd never studied it. So <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I know where you're so coming
4: from. I was from. like, let's take this acting class and mm-hmm. have some fun. And I walked out of the class and I was just like, Shit, it got me right yeah. like, got this. this is, this is the, this is the, this is the way now mm-hmm. um, I just kind of knew right away but that was not for me so
0: what what did your parents say when you told them ah, instead of you know the safe career path in commerce i'm i'm going to become an actor instead
4: was not great they <laughs> <laughs> handled it well <laughs> my mom thought it was like a phase <laughs> she was like "Your response was just like oh jesus taxi <laughs> you know, i'll never forget Cause I also kind of let like looped it in with I'm dropping out of university. Mm. And she was like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, I was like, mm. I figured it out. I know my calling. I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, So she was like, come the breaks, <laughs> finish your degree, which I did. Yeah. um, And then, you know, explore this other journey. Nice to I-,
3: you. Well,
2: I guess it's why we do electives, right. Is to give you a little taste of something else, just, just in case. And you know- uh, look, look how it paid out.
4: Thunk.
0: <laughs> and you could be your own agent now, right? You, you, you won't get uh, robbed by bad agents.
4: <laughs> totally. Now I can talk the talk. And, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And if you lived in Toronto before, I know like you to Concordia, you're from, but you also say you had a lot of love for Toronto. Have you lived in Toronto before?
4: I actually haven't lived in Toronto for an extended period of time. I was just there for two months. Yeah. Um. So I was there checking it out and looking at, you know, comedy, uh, looking, going to second city and looking at yeah. theater stuff um but not longer than that so oh, okay. i always just kind of shoot down from montreal
2: nice yeah yeah i mean yeah, yeah. uh, we're well i'm in toronto victor's in toronto 10 an are north of toronto up in new market area but uh yeah it's a great city there's it's always something to do right it
4: is it's just yeah. alive you know yeah. it's so great i miss it actually all the time when i left i was like oh. but I'll be
0: back so <laughs> yeah. I, I mean i mentioned uh, in your intro that you're a res- tour as well so you're an investor in a restaurant uh, called parlor is that right is that how, you, how did i pronounce it properly i don't know
5: <laughs> i love what you did with it okay <laughs> i love what you did with it. in other words that was wrong, wrong. that was right <laughs> Uh the parlor.
0: Parlor. Oh. Parlour. Great. It sounded more it sounded more, I don't know, um French. I'm trying to
5: throw a French on there. Of course
0: it's Parlour. I'm an idiot. Okay, thank you we for
4: might, We might name We might name a drink after that now. I think yeah. that's that's the way.
0: Thank you for being so kind and correcting my my uh <laughs> anyway. Well how did you get into that?
4: Um so when I was in finance, you know, I I you know was working in the bar industry, getting, you know, paying for my bills, whatever in, in Montreal and mm-hmm. They always ask you to write business plans. Like they're like, okay, for this term, you're gonna write another business plan. And I was like, oh god, okay. And I've always write restaurants. Right, I was right. like, if I did my own restaurant, this is what it would have. And it would have this, like this, and 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 so um that's what I kind of sharp I just wrote business plans for restaurants because I was I really liked the idea of having I don't know, a space where everyone can get together and everyone can hang out. And mm-hmm. I love hosting people and I love food and how food and music, and, you know, wine, bring people together. And it's festive. So I was very set on restaurants. And I moved back to Vancouver when I was 25 to study acting. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that I met a chef and <laughs> from Ontario. He was living here at the time. And he was like, I'm going to start uh my own restaurant and I was like, are you now? I was like, tell me more. Um and so the two of us uh started this journey where we opened the restaurant because I didn't know how to do anything in the kitchen. Right. I was like, I've like written all this up and I've worked in the front of house, but I'm like when it comes to like food stuff and inventory and recipes, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't, that's beyond my scope. Right. So um, that's how it started. Yeah.
0: But you were like, "Hey, I've got this strangely uh, practical hobby of writing business plans for for yeah. restaurants. I maybe can help <laughs> you." <with that."
3: laughs> yeah. And the rest.
0: <laughs> <have to> <laughs> now I think you have four uh, locations. Was that right? Toronto, Vancouver.
3: We have
4: yeah. We have we have the Toronto, the um, Vancouver is the original one, and then mm-hmm. Toronto we is our second, and then above it now we have like a lounge called uh, uh, dear lady. Okay. And so dear lady is upstairs and yeah, we're looking for our fourth right now.
2: Amazing. Cool. That is so what, what, what should, if I go to the Toronto location, yeah. what should I be, what should I be getting?
4: Oh what's
2: man, food? I mean, what's your pizza? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm the just pizza, the pizzeria.
4: So it's like, do you like red sauce? Do you like some freaky, like, kind of like, do you like some like the weird pizzas with the different I, flavors? Or?
2: I can explore. I mean, if you've mm-hmm. got something you recommend, I'm all open for food. Yeah. If it's food, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> I, not, I go
1: for yeah. those pesto sauces whenever I see them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not the bad. big prawn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm into
4: but, that. That's for you, yeah. Do you
0: not have like a pitter-patter pizza yet? I mean, it worked for Jay Burton, right?
4: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I didn't think of that this, <laughs> moment. this is that's actually brilliant I think it, I, I feel like it you can be use more
2: it tailored to uh, shoresy like you'd have like the big sexy yeah. pizza oh yeah like that's
0: there, better right? you're right that yeah. is better yeah. big sexy I pizza sexy. I mean yeah.
4: there's always room for pitter patter but like the big sexy pizza right really yeah tall. I was going
0: I was going <laughs> more for the <laughs> <laughs> I was going more for the alliteration but yeah yeah it should probably be more shoresy based yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure a blueberry pizza. pizza would fly though but
4: well there are just gin martini. Yeah, martini yeah there are there dessert
0: pizzas so you could do something blueberry based.
1: Yeah. there's so many you can do the ice pizza i mean there's there's the the, the hockey puck yeah. pizza all right
2: we're expanding yeah. your menu this is what this is a business <laughs> are we going to the parlor well, next time i'm in town
4: this is absolutely happening <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah let us I'm know already, <laughs> i'm we'll bruising your menu i'm already in so. although i <laughs> i'm, I'm a, uh, <laughs> I may end up at the
0: parlor, but anyway, um,
2: <laughs> so, shady place down the street. So you're back in Vancouver.
0: You're you're studying acting. Uh, would it be right to say that your first kind of big role or role, anyway, is in Afflicted in 2013?
4: Yeah, that was well. It, it wouldn't be like the big one. I think mm-hmm. the big one was Rogue. Okay, um, that was um, a shocker because it was. You know, a multi—it was um multi-episode, so I got <laughs> to do four episodes on that show, and that was yeah. like I had done like little tiny, like paramedic number two <laughs> or like a girl at bar, yeah. You know, but I hadn't done like anything that was a character that actually developed beyond yeah. you know, a certain scene or two. So um that was, yeah, that was really exciting.
2: Like, is that a thing? Like, as an actor, is that when you when you get a role that actually has a name? Is that when it starts to become a big deal? Because I've heard that before. Like, oh, I'm number two, or I'm best friend from the third, like something like something stupid <laughs> like that. But when they have an actual name, you have an identity, right?
4: Yeah. That's when you call mom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Told you so.
4: <laughs> it's going like, to be good. It's
2: fine. <laughs> I call
0: Can mom. I love that.
4: Tanya.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Tanya and I are big uh, Lucifer fans. So I saw here in your uh, uh, credits Rush in 2004, starring Tom Ellis, who... I saw, I watched the, the, the preview for it and he doesn't have an accent in it. So what was, did you meet him? Were you able to work with him? I don't remember. Um,
4: Yeah. 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 So Tom Ellis is kind of like one of the most amazing, charismatic, dashing people ever. Mm -hmm. You can imagine when you watch the show, you're like,
0: yeah, not so much without the British accent though. I found him not. Yeah.
5: Well, you're a dude. You're a dude. (laughs) Tanya what did you think? <laughs> I I haven't watched him without an accent, so I don't know. But I would it's say so he's weird. still alert. <laughs> like he's he's still got some something there to to oh, capture our attention.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean the thing that I love the most, which is something that to me really ah, like exemplifies good leadership or like a good lead in a on set situation, particularly mm-hmm. is. The, or respect only because I don't know if you'd be running lines in other settings, but when the lead, you know, comes to you and they say, you know, like, do you want to step, you know, do you want to run the lines of the scene? And it really, because there's a lot going on and there's a lot of pressure on the lead and the lead has a million things to do at all times. And so for them to kind of, you know, take a moment to talk to the people that come in on the daily or, you know, weren't around for very long and to, you know, work with them before you go to set is, you know, I think a, re- a testament to his work ethic. Yeah. Yeah. So he was great.
0: awesome. That's cool. Uh, I'm just going to go through a couple of these credits because you, you you've, for example, skin trade uh, with Dolph Lundgren and Ron Perlman and Peter Weller, that's a pretty big cool. cast there.
4: That was, that was crazy. Yeah. That was wild. I was like, is this really my life? Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine what's happening. It was unbelievable. We shot that in partly here in Vancouver, but also in Thailand. So that was the first time that I had traveled for work. And I got to Thailand, and I was just like walking (laughs) through the streets, just full of joy and energy. I was like, "This is amazing!" Um, And they were like, "Dolph is awesome, and Mm -hmm. Ron is awesome." It was just such a cool thing to be a part of.
0: Yeah, I mean, the subject matter is pretty dark and and not so cool, and I also noticed on your website that you uh, are a sport supporter of an organization called unslaved. Would that have been a result of being on this movie or did you, were you, is that something you were interested in before the movie?
4: That was something I was interested in before the movie. Um, when I was studying in Montreal, I got, uh, meningitis. So I was, uh, taken, I was in bed for three months and my mom Mm. sent me a button. I was thinking about switching degrees at the time. Yeah. So my mom sent me just like a bunch of books cause my mom's a professor. So she's like here, like read, the, you know, you don't have anything to do. Like right. read all these books. And I read this one book called half the sky. It's incredibly powerful. And it really turned me on about, um, you know, human trafficking and, and, um, feminism and that kind of right.
0: stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, so you decided to start uh, supporting this. So when you got that, the chance to be in that movie, uh, that must've been what kismet. You must've been like, wow.
4: <laughs> I was literally like, sometimes you get auditions and you're like this, you connect to it on a variety of you know ways. And that was one of them. I was like, this is amazing. And it just fueled me up so much. It felt, yeah, it did feel mm-hmm. like that moment. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Uh, and also in 2014, there was this movie that you were in uh, that normally people might skip over, but because uh, you know, I want to talk about it because the Tyler Johnson was in it, Aubrey Plaza was in it, Russell Peters was in it, but you also got to meet Grumpy Cat like in
3: person. Know what, was, sure. what was Grumpy Cat like?
2: I could see her face the whole time. Like, I know what he's building up
0: to here. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the movie's called Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever in 2014. Uh, you know, we had. Um, um, you knew you made it then, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
4: That's what I called my grandma. Like, no, going to be okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had Brittle Star on a little while ago and he talked about being, you know, in the presence of Grumpy Cat at some of these like uh online influencer gatherings and uh well for he he spilled the bean like the tea like there was two Grumpy Cats and and uh they were they had like cat doubles they and stuff. the biggest trailer. <laughs> they had the biggest trailer, same thing, yeah, right?
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. You
4: know, That's number cool. one on the call sheet, biggest trailer. <laughs> doesn't didn't give you know doesn't care about anybody <laughs> Grumpy as the day is young yeah uh, that was that was really fun that project. but like what an odd phenomenon you know like yeah big cat. that was a whole moment
0: and and gone now <laughs> like it, gone. it lasted exactly fifteen seconds.
4: Is Grumpy Cat still alive? Does uh, know?
0: No, I think they're, bo- oh, Victor, really? <laughs> 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 to those listening, Victor just produced a plushy Grumpy Cat. Of course he did.
2: I was going to say, my, my connection to Grumpy Cat is simply my youngest has a Grumpy Cat book upstairs. So he, about once a week, makes me read this thing. And I put on this ridiculous, I am Grumpy Cat voice. And it's, that's how I read it every time I read it to him. But oh yes, yeah, so, so I also have grumpy some Grumpy Cat. cat.
4: Lives through, lives on through Yeah. Yeah,
2: as you
0: can see by uh, by Victor's background, he he supplies all the visual cues for <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> uh, there's a show called Travelers that I you, I think you were only on it for an episode or two, but it's it's also noteworthy because Dylan Play, Playfair was also in it, who's uh, Riley from Letter Kenny. How aware of you uh, of, of Letter Kenny were you before you actually joined the Shorzy cast?
4: Oh, I was very aware of Letterkenny. I mean, yeah. I was living, I was actually studying um, acting at the time when I think they were doing their original YouTube series here in yeah. Vancouver. Okay. And I remember, like, there were some girls and students in the class that they were going to this, uh, to go to Letterkenny to be like on the show or be in the background or whatever. And I remember, A, being really, really jealous. I was guys, I was like, I want to go with you, which I could have probably, you know, like, I don't know what the setup was at the time. But for me, I had a really specific plan with my acting. Mm -hmm. My plan was don't get an agent. Don't go into a casting office and don't like stay in the classroom setting until you feel uh, strong enough to kind of step into that world. So I had to, you know, um, be disciplined. And I was just sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, Oh man, I really want to go. That looks like so much fun, you know? And <laughs> of course it was, and I got to hear all about it, but, <laughs> but, um, I, I, you know, I had to stay in the classroom as was my plan. So
0: right. I'll yeah. wait I stuck to that. Um, were you all like, is there a preference? I mean, Shorzy is a comedy. But a lot of your previous roles have been, uh, you know, dramas or or action flicks. I mean, you you you. Lo- it seems like you like playing the characters that kick ass. So, is there like a preference
3: there?
4: Um. I mean, this. I mean, Letterkenny. So going back to the Letterkenny thing, like huh? after like you know, it I was hearing about it, filming here, like, and then it actually kind of got on TV and started becoming the phenomenon that it is. Huh? I horse became like a huge huge letter 20th
3: right
4: because there's something that there's just something about the cadence and the characters and the risk-taking and the humor and you know and 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 it's just i find it to be really genius and Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. clever and silly all at the same time and Mm -hmm. so like when i got the call about shorzy i was just Lord, I was like, oh my goodness, like, and I said after the 100, because I do a lot of drama, I was like, I would love to do a comedy, it would <laughs> know <what> I mean? <laughs> be just so good for the soul. Um, <laughs> you know, because being on the 100 there's some dark times, yeah. it's been show, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and when I got the call, I was really like thrilled and excited and honored and just it fired me up with a bunch of inspiration again to
3: mm-hmm.
4: explore a different part of, you know, acting that I didn't, haven't had the opportunity to spend much time in. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, it was really. Well,
0: cool. we'll get to Shoresy in, in a quick second, but there are a couple of uh, things on IMDb that uh, either are listed as pre production or not yet released. Uh, the one that kind of, st- well, two that stuck out to me, the, the morning after the night before, which is a comedy. So that's why I was asking you, like once you did Shorzy, did that kind of open up a, like, was this before or after Shorzy? And did that kind of trigger your, you know, desire to do more comedy?
4: Well, the morning after the night before is actually released. Is it okay? Um, Yeah. I did that before. I did that a few years ago. And (laughs) with some friends in Vancouver Mm -hmm. and it was fun. Like the thing, you know, like I just, I was like, guys, like, we went full tilt boogie. Like we really leaned into the comedy and it was so much fun, you know, because you're just like throwing yourself out there and you're hoping for the best. And you're hoping that like, like, was that, did that work or did we hate it? (laughs) Like, did did that like help the story? Like, um, but when you're with friends, you just feel safe to try things and be weird. So um, yeah. So that definitely helped me you know, I, I knew I've always known I wanted to play in comedy.
3: Mm-hmm,
4: yeah. um, I just didn't know kind of when or how that was going to happen.
0: Well, that's more of a broad comedy, like in terms of, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And, and then the other one that caught my attention, I think this has been released for maybe a, a couple of film fests is tiger by the tail, uh, <laughs> which looks amazing. And I totally want to see this and tell me if it's coming to TIFF, cause we're totally going to go watch this.
5: God.
4: Um, it was at Fantasia last year. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was going to, I think the deadlines made it so it can't go to TIFF, oh. but we're working on a feature of it because it is such a cool story yeah. and it was such a joy to work on. And the director was so like, like the it was just a really cool project, you it, know? Yeah.
0: Um, it had a lot of like Tarantino vibes to it. Anyway, exactly. it looked so yeah. good and, and it looks like you guys a lot of fun with it.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully we'll have a feature coming out soon we can.
0: Is there about. a place where we can watch it anywhere right now? A streaming service or anything?
4: Um, I think there's somewhere online, and I will ask and get back to you because I'm not entirely sure on that actually.
0: Okay,
2: yeah, <clears throat> I totally watched that. Yeah, and and before we jump into shows, I of course have to acknowledge with well, a hundred. Like I, I, oh, yeah. I was I was a fan. It's <laughs> been a minute, and I'll and I will say, admittedly, I didn't put it together when you joined the Shorzy cast that you were Echo and I, I haven't actually finished the series. I'm like, I think I'm like season six or seven. Like I know there's like, there's what seven seasons of it. So I'm, I'm close, but uh fella, but I still remember your entrance to the show on Mount weather. Th- when you talk about dark, that was some dark material that they were covering when you entered the show. And wild but congratulations on the hundred
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: like and my, my question around that i mean i'm sure you you've done the comic-con thing i know there's that's a, it's got a big cult following uh, i'm sure you've talked about it to death but what was that like if i if i recall you, you did a few episodes in what season two or three or something and then mm-hmm. you were you were kind of you weren't a regular at that point and then you got called back was that how it worked
4: yeah. So what they did. So basically, like the you know, I auditioned, and they kept on bringing me for different auditions. So I auditioned for a lot of different these kind of like warrior type characters.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, and then I read the audition for Echo, and yeah. in in the read, there's a moment where she like she looks she looks at the guy she's talking to, and she's like, "Oh, you're one of them," and she spits in his face. Yeah. And I was like,
2: Echo's a badass.
4: Who <laughs> is this? <laughs> you know? I was yeah. like, okay, she has some sass, so I was kind of curious immediately and then the contractors for three episodes, you know. Yeah. And um and then maybe like an episode in the third season. And I remember just being like, I am going to do everything I can to do all of the work around the character. Um yeah. and just do my the best job that I could possibly do every time I got, you know, a script and i was like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm staying on this show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like I called the coaches, I got, you know, uh, left, you know, I worked on like the physicality. I worked on so many different components of acting. And I was just like, I'm going to see like how long I can participate in the story because I became, I fell in love with that world. Yeah. I fell in love with that character and they ended up promoting me to series regular, which was, a amazing. Huge, yeah. um, you know,
2: that must've been a huge call for you. Like that was yeah. your first real regular stint on something. Right. And amazing. amazing.
0: And it's a it big so nice. CW yeah. show, right? Like that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a big deal.
4: Yeah. So I got to experience like the whole side of, you know, going into like LA and doing the press junkets at the comic cons and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. you said, and, it was really cool. It was a yeah. wild, wild, ride. Now, did you I have it? Was
0: it? Did you have like background training in stage combat, or, or or was it the dance that got you know that helped you, or was it all like all the above?
4: Well. I basically like came home and like, granted at the time I was also opening a restaurant. So I was like trying to deal with like this restaurant thing that was happening. And I was like, ah, and then there was like going home and being like, okay, like, how do you like use a sword? Right. Yeah. And like, when you see, you know, like, I remember one day they're like, do you know how to use a bow and arrow? I was like, no. Who knows how to eat? like?
2: Right. Like I've seen Hunger Games.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Did that count? Um, but I would come home and I would like go to the tennis court and I would like hit a tennis ball around because that I would find kind of everything I could to make sure that when I got to work, I just felt like, you know, like I knew what I was doing. Amazing, amazing.
2: Well, if anyone listening who hasn't watched the hundred, it is absolutely worth a watch. Yeah. Um, what a wicked show that was. Again, I would when it first came out, and then in, like I'd say the first. 60s. I was absolutely hooked. I can't remember the reason I missed the last one, but um, it was it, it is a really blast of a show to to get into.
0: And didn't the series just recently come to an end?
4: It ended. We finished filming in 2020. Right. Um, uh, we were the last show to close during the pandemic. So oh, across wow. the street, we had like Supergirl and Riverdale, and we so were getting. Cool. We we're like they shut down and they shut down, but we yeah. were like. To keep true to 100 style, you yeah, know, yeah. Like we're gonna keep going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> until
0: there's no one left standing,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we wrapped in 2020 and then, I, yeah, they aired the final season thereafter.
0: Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, what well, that was that emotional? I mean, that's your longest running show, and yeah, that must have been,
4: yeah. I mean, you become a family, sure, you know, you mm-hmm. become a family, you spend so much time together, you like love each other, you've gone through years of, you know really special and crazy experiences and so it's hard to say goodbye you know but um the thing is we always end up finding each other on mm-hmm. random other shows or here and there yeah. or just on the street and that's always super joyful you're like yeah yeah
0: it's it's the yeah. Can, it's the canadian film industry you guys are all on the same shows together and every exactly. once in a while you find you're, you end up on a hallmark movie and then you do this and you do that
2: <laughs> and then you went from that into shores you both have very strong fandoms yeah. that people want to see and, and mm-hmm. hear about and talk to so you're you're so you're golden
4: and that's the best part is talking <laughs> with the fans and the fandom you know what i mean like that was kind of a part that i never really like kind of thought about i guess when i started acting i felt like called to acting i had a great time with it. i, yeah. I felt like I love storytelling. I love story. Um, and then like, there's this other component, this other ingredient that I didn't, you know, at the time really think that I was going to love so much. <laughs> that's connecting with all the, you know, people who watch the shows.
1: So, so now that you've kind of had a flavor of both, which is doing film and doing series is, is, is do you levitate to one or the other and how are they different? Hmm.
4: That's a good question. I mean, the thing about a movie is that you have um, you have the start and end to it. Mm-hmm. And on Shorzy, you have that as well. You know, we get the episodes up front. In the 100, we didn't. So we didn't know where our character was going towards the end. It was developing as we were filming. Yeah. And so that was always, it felt like a little, you know, I'm like hope like I'm taking it like you make character choices and you're hoping that it's going to all make sense in the end (laughs) you don't really know um but you have more time with you know with television Mm -hmm. you get to you know hang out with with them and develop your characters through episodes and, and seasons hopefully
0: have you had any experiences with theater
4: I mean, I haven't done a full production mm-hmm. and that's actually why I went to Toronto is because oh. I wanted to get into theater, mm-hmm. okay. but my training was all on stage. So I would do, I would train with theater, with theater groups and teachers and stuff like that. But I haven't actually done a production yet, which is the next,
2: the next Go well, When you open in Toronto, we'll be there. Yes. yes. Perfect.
4: <laughs> we'll go to the parlor. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. And then we'll, <laughs> Man. Sexy pizza, and then we're gonna go. <laughs> Amazing, sexy pizza. love it.
0: All right, so let's get on to the advertised content here. Uh, Shorzy, how do you get involved with Shorzy?
4: Ah, uh, after a lot of fan mail, I just wrote to Jared and Jacob and Kara like endlessly. I was like, "Please, really please get me on your show." No, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, it came it came from my agent. My agent called me up and he said, "Um, you know." the Letterkenny guys are doing a new series and they're considering you for the female lead. And, um, are you interested? And I,
1: okay. well, wait a second, how did they come to consider you in the first Yeah, that,
2: That's my immediate question. Not that we, I mean, it's an amazing idea, but yeah. this like whose idea was it? Was it an eye <laughs> from Jared? A hundred fan?
4: It was probably a hundred fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those guys are full of secrets. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're
0: trying to unravel them bit by bit as we go, right?
2: They won't talk to us, so we got to figure it all out to everyone else. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I think it came from. Uh, I, th- I I I don't know actually the answer to that question. You know.
0: So you were pretty surprised then to get a uh, or I was to
4: surprised to yeah. hear from
0: your agent that you were in, in the running. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So, how do you prepare for this role? I mean, you say you you said you're into soccer, um, and you knew Letterkenny really well. uh, But what about hockey? Like, what's your knowledge of hockey? I
4: mean, I'm Canadian, so I know hockey. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) as far as the culture of hockey versus other sports, that's kind of what I was really specifically curious about. Um, Because one thing that I didn't know. actually this in the second season really i started to understand on a deeper level was like there's these like cheeky things that you can do on the ice like Mm -hmm. tripping and like all of the kind of things that shorzy basically gets you know Mm -hmm. away with or not getting doesn't get away with but is up to and if the ref doesn't see it It then it didn't happen right and so there's um You know a relationship that the players have with each other and with the other teams, where there's like they protect each other and they chirp each other and they kind of watch each other, and there's like a integrity that I really, really love about hockey that I wasn't really aware of before. Because like in soccer, like if somebody gets tripped, like first of all they might even be tripping on their own, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like doing a big performance to get or something, but. um, in hockey yeah it's 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 a different type of game so learning about it was a great or uh, learning the deeper parts of it I guess is what's happened the last couple of years
2: right on so when you when you arrive so you you got the call you, you get in there when you arrive in Sudbury what's your first interaction there
4: hmm. well we we get there and <clears throat> One of the first times I get to meet everybody was um when we did the first read with Jared and Jacob and Blair and Kelani and Harlan and Ryan. And so a bunch of us got together at Jared's and it was like immediately awesome. I was like, this is going to be a blast. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just everybody was really energized, everybody's really on task, everybody wants to do a good job. You know, it's a coming together of you know a group of people for the first time and and everybody was really supportive of each other and mm-hmm. working together and you know it was it was great so I, I walked away from that day just being like "Ooh, this is gonna be good this i'm
2: in good. a good place yeah.
0: <laughs> now we've had uh, both blair and kailani on in separate occasions to talk about you know their their experience on there. And, and and they all talked about how the three of you getting together and you immediately kind of assumed your naturally assumed the roles that you had on the show. Would you say it came naturally?
4: It is. So we were actually, yes, I think they did it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> we were in, it keeps on coming up, which is why it's so funny because I, but the one moment that we all burst out laughing is we were in toronto and we were in the back of a taxi and the taxi was kind of like we get in the taxi and we're like how much to go to uh you know wherever i think like young street or something and he's like oh like 20 bucks and we're like okay 20 bucks we get in he's like i'm not going to turn on the meter you guys i'll I'll just you guys just pay the 20 bucks and we're like okay Mm. anyways we're Just, like I, I can't remember no then, then he turns on a meter or something like that happens but like what the what happened between the three of us was blair like got kind of like she was like yo why is the meter on like, <laughs> da, 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 da. like you know like if you're giving if we're paying you $20 cash like yeah. what's what's this about yeah. and then like kaylani was like okay so like <laughs> um i feel like you know we can either pay the meter or we can pay the $20 yeah. and you know but we have to make a decision and I just, like, sat there in the middle being like, hmm, <laughs> listen, <laughs> we're going to get out of the taxi, yeah. not pay yeah, or <laughs> we're going to stay, You're like, yeah. you know, and then, like, it's like, the three <laughs> of us just kind of assumed this, like, natural mm-hmm. trio that yeah. Li- yeah on the show and we got out of the car because things got pretty tense, you know, tense in that taxi (laughs) 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 But when we got out, we just burst out laughing. We're like, Art imitating life. Yeah. Imitate
0: art. Were you like saying to the to the girls, "Don't worry, I know how to fucking use a sword, like <laughs> if I needed to." I didn't
4: want to pull that. One out. I didn't want to get you know things to escalate too quickly. But yes, they could see it in my eyes. Yeah, <laughs>
0: fantastic. <laughs> it's funny because I think Kalani uh, originally said she wanted to come out for uh, the Z, the Zeke character um but mm-hmm. ultimately ended up being i mean it ended up being perfect so it doesn't matter
4: <laughs> and that tends to be what happens mm-hmm. often you find you know um as people like settle into the roles of their because you know you have a you just have a natural way about you or a natural energy that you know people can pick up on really quickly yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah
2: And I think it's safe to say you got, you made some real connections with this cast, right? Like if I, if I'm not wrong, I saw some pictures, even of you and Blair recently hanging out, correct?
4: We went to the Barbie movie last week.
2: That's right. (laughs) Yes, you did.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we went to the Barbie movie. The Keelani wasn't in town. She just got back actually. So the three of us are getting together um, in a week. Um, But yeah, like we're family, man. You know? So yeah. Yeah. You don't see
2: that. Like, I mean, I'm sure it happens everywhere, but that's, that's a consistent vibe across letter kenny and even into shorzy that the connection that cast and crew all have in this family environment it's it continues to amaze me
4: yeah you guys came to sudbury right we
2: did, did. yeah we
0: were did
3: there for
4: all of you guys come
2: yes uh we oh, did with,
3: with
0: yeah we did with a bunch of our listeners uh we saw you but we we were kind of told not to bother the cast so, so
2: yeah Atasia, i was i was uh literally could have put my hand on your shoulder at yeah. one point um you were having lunch <laughs> not and... creepy, not in the creepy way. no no i know i know it sounds weird but
1: it she was, we, was we, ready we... to pull the sword out if Hold you on, maybe, wait, let me explain the story first
2: so we were extras on one of the day for a couple days there and it was on lunch and i saw ryan mcdonald who had been on the podcast a couple days ago in the cast lunch area so i snuck in and went over and said hello and you were sitting there talking to anson who had met the night before as well but you you were in a deep conversation eating lunch like i don't want to bother you this is not the place so i I quickly said hi to ryan and i fucked off and i'm like well we'll we'll get we'll get at a more convenient time um, because we know you guys are working right
4: (laughs) oh i appreciate that but you know next time i will you have to now put your hand on my shoulder. I
3: will. I will. I will
2: be that guy.
4: Don't
3: worry. So, I, so that I, she I, can, I can try
0: that, that, that jujitsu move where she puts That's you on not your ass.
3: where so. we are. <laughs> if
2: you to take me down with a sword, it's fine. But don't worry. Everyone heard it. I have the permission to come and place gently my hand on Tassie's
3: shoulder. Oh, man. So Hello. you're to hear first. I'm going to videotape <laughs> Hello, I'm that. I'm the guy <laughs>
0: from the podcast. So, I mean, you went from the 100, which I, I imagine, <clears throat> excuse me, being an American production, even though it's up in Canada, probably a, pretty big production. There's a lot of special effects and, and sets and stuff. And, and Shorzy probably a smaller production by comparison, but, and by all accounts, cause we've interviewed a lot of people from letter Kenny and Shorzy, they like working fast, right? They like working tons of pages a day. How did you adapt to that? How did you feel about that? Were you, you know, did, were you able to do it right away or, or did it take some adjusting?
4: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it is wild Mm -hmm. I used to text my friends on you know because you know as we grow in the film industry some of our friends move into different stations my girlfriend who was an actress with me on the 100 she's now a director and I'm like we did 25 pages (laughs) today and we wrapped before lunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's mathematically impossible. So I'm like, no, it's it's real. That happened. Wow. And so it's like my approach to any I mean, they move quickly. So, you know, now I I've always had this relationship to work with which is, you know, I try when I'm home, I try to walk out the scene, block out the scene, and really get behind the words and the language because when you get to work. There's always something that happens, mm-hmm. you know, in the context of the hundred, it would be like a rainstorm or the horses didn't show up or the there's always kind of something. Yeah. And then they're like, you have three seconds to get the shot. And you're like, OK, wait, it's you really like I really like being on my script.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and with this show specifically, that lives as well because it moves so quickly. So I rehearse a lot. We rehearse yeah. a lot together um because you want to honor that rhythm you know you want to be able to make sure you can keep it in the air and so
2: well so tell me this um i mean you rehearse the hell out of it you've been you've got a ton of experience walking in here and then you face jared Kiso, the first scene where he drops a shorzy voice to you do you hold it together No, no,
4: of course not. No, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> you know, I watched Letterkenny. <laughs> I remember, I remember Shorzy. I know Shorzy. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm just like, oh, dear. How am I going to work here and not yeah. crack up all the time?
0: Well, and so, I mean, you got those scripts ahead of time, but were you, it's just, so you you were really familiar with Letterkenny as we were. And so when we heard there's a spinoff about Shores, you were like, how the hell are they going to do that? Are they going to show us? Yeah. Like, we had a million questions. Like, before you got the scripts, I guess you were thinking the same thing. Did you ask uh, Kiso like, what, what what's up?
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I asked them so many questions, yeah. but like, they were just, you know, I think also at one point, like when you're. The thing to do is surround yourself with people with, you know, good, who are good at what they do sure. yeah. Yeah. and, and then trust. And, and so I think, you know, they were mirroring back trust to me and I was like, okay, well I'm just going to trust my instincts and bring out what I've worked on and, and play on the day with those guys and see what happens. Yeah. But, um, yeah I mean, do you guys remember the big reveal when they revealed
0: Oh my pancakes. God. Yeah.
4: Yeah. When he came
0: out with his uh, chewing tobacco out of the stall. And yeah. Uh-huh, it, uh-huh, it was uh-huh. epic. It was so good. Yeah.
4: I mean, this last season, there were so many moments that, like, I just, I was just biting on my lip. I was like, look at his earlobe. <laughs> look, at, you know, I'm trying to find ways to kind of not break. Yeah. It's so brilliant.
2: So,
0: so since we're on that topic, uh, uh let's move on really quickly to listener questions because we had a bunch of questions from our listeners. Adrian from Maine wants to know about the scene with Ryan. Oh yeah. And how hard <laughs> and and when when we had Ryan on, we asked, I I I made the comment to him, you know, many actors when you say the words the scene," they may not know what you're talking about. But with him, you know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> how hard was it to keep a straight face and, 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 Oh, and also was it cold on the set? So <laughs> we'll let you.
4: <laughs> I'll just answer the easy one first. Yes, it was. cold. It? <laughs> <laughs> so we were shooting at the end of the day. And the thing is, I mean, like Ryan is so funny. I just can't get enough of him. You know, I, I, we were looking forward to rehearsing, um, to work doing that scene together. And so we really like got together and we worked it front to back as much as possible. And we were dying with laughter. And he kept on making all these like suggestions, like what if I just kind of like stand like this, you know, like <laughs> one leg out. Or what if he like popped a squat when he was like talking to his trophies and kind of gently <laughs> his trophies or yeah. you know, his trophy collection and and we were just talking about so many great things. And that scene is <laughs> <laughs> an example of like why i love this job yeah. you know, we just had so much fun with it and brought some new things there um new ideas uh, to the table on the day but we actually like shot it pretty quickly which was That's, great yeah
2: yeah it was a brilliant scene i mean when we had ryan on I, I had to ask him if it was real or prosthetic but he refused to tell me the truth yeah, he won't. <laughs> really we still don't know we still don't, don't, know.
3: don't know, but
2: you said it was cold, Yeah. so I,
4: yeah.
2: Uh, we're making our own assumptions at
4: this point. <laughs> I'll leave that. I'll leave that where it needs. To, I'll leave that
2: alone.
0: <laughs> uh, Adrian also asked if the, uh, I mean you're you're one of the more uh, seasoned actors on this on this cast. I mean, because Shorzy loves casting hockey players first and actors second, and and the majority of the class cast is is this might be their first role. So we're like, uh, what kind of, um, I mean, were there actors who came to you and like for advice and, and how did you handle that?
4: Yeah. I mean, like I said earlier, like I think getting together and rehearsing is really important. Um, and so we, you try to do that as often as you can. Sometimes scheduling means that like half of the group can't be there or whatever, but, um i had all the hockey guys over and we uh, we went me and the girls we went and got potato chips we went to the dollar store we got like bowls we got like snacks we got like some stuff we got some candles we we made it nice and vibey. and then we got and then all the boys came over and we just sat there we took over this one you know my hotel room mm-hmm. so there was a lot of Dudes and they're, they're very tall, very, big. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. it was almost comedic like that. Mm-hmm. Just looking at the space with everybody in it. Mm-hmm. And we just ran it over and over and over again together. Um, Amazing. Um, and they're great, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We've had the fortune of ha- having most of them on now, except mm-hmm. for Jared. I mean, he's, he's, he's our white whale. Um, <laughs> our buddy Dennis from the UK asked, and he asked this from, from every one of our guests, who do you think is the best hockey player among the sluts?
4: Shorzy. Nice. <laughs> all right. <laughs> of course. He's the boss. <laughs> it's my gotta God, be Shorzy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like in real life?
2: Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah, they, <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: We peg them against each other. Like, do you they get all do, give an answer? Do
0: you sit and watch them practice or 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 play Shinny at all? And if so, who, who would you say is them? We we hear Hitch is the most competitive. Uh, uh terry ryan um but uh in yeah. terms of like the one maybe with the best skills who who would you say oh
4: man i would i mean i would i would go with like maybe jordan
0: yeah yeah not not, not tracks no. uh, tracks that's, that's a more, safe bet he's the one with all the cups, the stanley Cups. <laughs> yes
4: <laughs> yeah
0: tanya had yeah, to
4: i mean stole those i i can't i can't kind of I don't know enough to know how to watch them in a way where mm-hmm. I'm like, you're clearly the best, you know? Right. Um, but I think they're all great. I mean, mm-hmm. I would go, but yeah, the one with the cups. Are, are, you more of
0: a, are, are you more of a hockey fan now than maybe you were before this show?
4: 100%. Yeah. It totally invigorated my love for hockey. Like sure. I, uh, watch it now with tiger eyes i'm like i feel like i know what's going on now
2: <laughs> do you have it so do you have a team now
4: oh don't ask me that <laughs> oh she's a leaf fan
1: she's a leaf fan oh <laughs> well, well both leafs and canucks are painful to watch yes. so yeah.
4: <laughs> there was a moment in time where i was a Habs fan. you know back in the day when i was living in right. Montreal. But I'm I'm born in Toronto, so I would have to say the least.
0: I feel your pain. We all we all do. Yeah. Here. We all do, except for Matt, who's not a sports ball guy. But for I mean,
4: uh, sports last <laughs> season, we were watching all the you know the playoffs together mm-hmm. with all of the guys, and that was fun too because they they're talking. I'm learning things at high velocity. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, they they yeah, true. Like sports guys, that they never stop talking. It it's yeah. it's it's their life.
0: Yeah. Oh, but you're into soccer. So have you been watching the women's world cup? And I mean, Brazil's doing all right, better than the Canadians.
4: <laughs> well, I, the Brazilian female team is, you know, stronger than yeah. the male team, I think right now, which, is, <laughs> you know, makes me happy about Brazil because watching, you know, the men in the world cup was
1: painful. <laughs> but Neymar looks really good mm. on his That's Instagram true. feed. That's true. So so there's that.
4: <laughs> yeah. Look at the positives. <laughs>
0: Our buddy Tobias from Missouri asks, what's your dream role? Like what kind of role would you love to play?
4: Um, I do think, I mean, if there was some sort of, um, well, a couple of them, mm-hmm. you know, I, there's a, I'm an actress, so I'm like, there's a lot of different types of people I'd love to sink my teeth into, but uh, if they did kind of, uh, a, a Marvel superhero character, that's like, um, Neymar or the Aquaman, but like the female version from like the Amazon,
2: oh, amazing.
4: Um, love that it. would be really, really fun. Yeah. I, you know, could tap into my Brazilian roots mm-hmm. and I just love that kind of idea the power of the forest. Marvel, yeah. I love Marvel. I love comics. Um, and then also, like, I would love to anything that Catherine O'Hara has played, I would love to do. Because she's one of, like, the people that I just think <laughs> so brilliant. Right, yeah. I just love her work so much. So, um, yeah, any sort of comedic, like, big, you know, comedic.
2: Female. Yeah. I, I love that you hit both ends of the spectrum on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> uh,
0: Tobias also asked, um, is it, was there, like, a background story for Nat? On on Shorzy.
4: Um
0: like other yeah. I mean we we know about your mo- like the mom and and that you inherited the, the team, but uh when you when you get, were given the role or when you got the role, was there like a character bible for Nat that you needed to kind of get to know?
4: Well, I actually when I started reading it, first of all, there was a lot of stuff I didn't understand, but I was like, Wasaga beach? Like, <laughs> what's a party squeezer like, right. and like you know, I was like trying to get behind the mm-hmm. Um, vocabulary and and the kind of setting <laughs> i immediately went to my my visual because i'm very visual so I, i'll print things out and i'll glue things together and i'll make kind of like a, a, a bible for myself i went to like the letter kenny aesthetic so she was you know um, in plaid and i was wondering if what kind of boots she wears if she's a boot and then i spoke with ginger our lovely wardrobe yes. yeah, we met ginger um lady who's amazing and she was like oh no no, no, she's wearing knee-high boots and leather jackets. And this is like big city stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I was like, is she a realtor? Is she uh, like, what does she do when She's off, you know, not in the ice rink. Like what hers, her day to day. And we learned that she runs the Colson, you know, she runs the Colson, she's DJing at the Colson. So she's, you know, a manager
2: at a a restaurant as well. Yeah. Okay. Very cool.
0: Uh, Our buddy Mike from New Jersey, uh, he wants, he's asking about the current labor situation, how that's affecting you and, and the members of the production crew. I mean, it's a Canadian production. So is it affecting you guys yet or, or are you just kind of watching and because it will eventually, I guess if once they come to an agreement.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think it affects us in the sense that, it's like our tribe, you know, it's like mm-hmm. our people, like sure. we're all artists. We all yeah. have decided to participate in this circus mm-hmm. which you know, um, which isn't easy. It's not easy to make your way into it. You know, set days can be long, like the kind of like that. So, you know, you you it's you feel it, mm-hmm. you know, and you want the world and the studios to see the value in art. And supporting artists and yeah. making it a career path that makes sense. So not, you know, it's already like you know. You've heard my mom's reaction when I told her yeah. I was going to be an actress. It's already pretty dicey. But right. you want, you know, you want you just want it to keep going. Because I think the world without artists and storytellers tellers is not a a world we want.
0: Have you convinced your mom? Yeah,
4: she's. Is- no, hoping I'm gonna go into law. What?
2: <laughs> Is she paying attention? To- yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. she's not
0: Maybe
1: in the cw demographic you you'll, you'll all but uh, you'll be able to mediate the deal for the actors there you go that, exactly
4: that exactly i'm gonna call her right after this
2: <laughs> she, she saw you dressed as echo and she's like look what you're wearing right like, <laughs> what is this <laughs> these shambles
5: has, her, rags. <laughs> has your mom seen shorzy
4: she has she loves it oh did she really yeah yeah good I, she lives in Mexico now I was like mom we're gonna fly you to Sudbury we're gonna I want you to come to set she came to set on the 100 but the problem with my mom is she's really chatty she loves you know <laughs> engaging with people yeah. and she has a big old loud laugh and so while I was at work I was like mom <laughs> can we um just remember this is you know I'm like I'm working this is my mom um, so I, I I'm a little hesitant to bring her to Shorzy <laughs> because she'll just be laughing the whole time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's disruptive, but uh, yeah, I'm looking at bringing her there uh, in the future.
2: What a great trip it's, that'd be! Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Um, our friend Jeff from Maine he's asking, "What's it like to be one of the few characters that always one-ups Shorzy?"
4: Really fun it's good it's nice you always want to be in a situation where you feel like you're you're you know you're you're being met and you're being challenged by mm-hmm. your scene partner and you're being, and you and but because like shorzy and nat respect each other yeah. they both have their eye on the puff they both want the same things they you know they want to win they want bums and seats they want to build this community and you know bring the team up so they take shots at each other They're brother and sister you know mm-hmm. like that's what it boils down to. So it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Really, really
2: quick side on that one. Uh, Any, um, favorite scenes, obviously from season one, unless you want to tell us about season two, but you know, from season one that, that really stuck with you that you're like, that was a lot of fun. And why, like, what what about it?
4: I really loved the, I mean, I loved a lot of them. There's some really good moments where, like, Shorzy and Nat are sitting in the locker room, like at the end of mm-hmm. the last uh, on episode six, and they're and she just challenges him and she's like, "Well, what are you going to do different?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know?
2: my f- my favorite scene, by the way.
4: Yeah, and that one, your was eyes, really, really grounded, you know. But yeah. she was like, "I'm not messing around," and he was like, holding me, and he was like, "I I see that," and I just loved that for those two. Like, I loved, you know, there's a lot of comedy and stuff in all the other parts, but like, there was just Kind of this contract that we made in mm-hmm. the final, you know, moment mm-hmm. of the season, and then the other one was the Duetang. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, uh, you knew what a dual tang was right you knew what
5: i sure did okay <laughs> just
2: <laughs> thank you,
0: you a know, lot of talk-
5: our listeners in the states yeah, yeah. did not know what a dual tang was <laughs>
2: they had no clue
5: no no they were like what is this yeah. did they not make them in the states <laughs> oh, no. uh,
2: maybe they're I guess- a different name or
4: something but uh yeah.
2: that and all dressed chips don't exist down there yeah. Yeah. i think
1: it wasn't i think it was more of an age thing to be honest i think it's Could the younger our younger listeners mm-hmm. uh are the ones that didn't have no idea what it was well, a
2: couple of
0: our older ones were also teachers. I didn't, I don't think they knew it by that name. I think uh, they were like I, a
5: folder. Duotang we is, even is had a to show name, them. Right? It was like yeah. a do yeah, it. Yeah. We had to show them. This yeah. is a do it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It was a hot topic on our
5: episode. <laughs> <It was hilarious. laughs>
0: oh, another hot topic on our, on our podcast with, uh, when it comes to sticks bowl or no bowl.
1: She's not a Neanderthal. Come on!
0: Don't try to sway her vote, Victor.
4: (laughs) Bowl or no bowl? Yeah, 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 yeah,
5: Yeah. cones?
4: Yeah,
5: Yeah. ice cream cones? (laughs) Yeah, this is a this has been an ongoing. This is important. I don't know. This is why. Yeah,
2: for the (laughs) record, I don't understand why this is an argument. Yeah, apparently it is. Yeah. What's the bowl for?
0: Well, it's on on shoresy. They've got bowls underneath to
2: catch. I guess all the. The, the, yeah the drumsticks <laughs> to catch the nuts and everything i don't know so
0: on our podcast it's like it's like uh, democrats and republicans there's team bowl and team No Bowl. we you, don't understand like, yeah <laughs> okay so catch me up what's
4: what's the argument no
0: bowl
2: there? there's no bowl like you know so when, you're, when you're eating a drumstick do you use a bowl in your hand while you're eating it to catch shrapnel
1: <laughs> shrapnel no. no when you when invite exactly, people- exactly. When you invite people to your house, do you ask them to go and spread dirt all over your apartment? Victor, as they... be, be, come on. Come Victor
5: on. and I what are I... full for a bowl. Yeah,
0: Tanya and Victor are for bowl. Yeah. Matt no no and no 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 <laughs> <If laughs> I are no Team Noble. If I
5: went on my white
4: couch, I would have need a bowl. There you... If I was in my car having a dumb okay. stereotype.
1: Okay. I told you, she's not a Neanderthal. <laughs> I'm be... not
2: liking where this is going.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's circumstantial.
1: It. Very there you go. From. There you
5: go. <laughs>
0: Um, our friend, Michelle from Sudbury, she wants to know what is your favorite TV show or radio station growing up?
4: Oh man. Radio station. Mm -hmm.
0: You remember those things? Yeah.
4: Um, (laughs) My favorite TV show growing up. I mean, we watched a lot of kids in the hall. We watched a lot of, um, Oh, so
0: did you get to meet Scott Thompson? Like, were you there when I
2: and
4: girled? really hard yeah i bet you did (laughs) i'm still embarrassed (laughs) but it's fine (laughs) well my mom and my sister are also like huge scott thompson fans and huge kids at the hall fans and Mm so it was a moment for me i was like hello (laughs) can i take a photo and send it to my mom (laughs) because she'll really stop suggesting i become a lawyer
3: (laughs) once she sees this (laughs) that's
2: amazing that's yeah. like, funny. Talking about fangirl, for that we had Keegan Long on a couple weeks ago, who plays obviously you know one of the one of the high school kids, and he told us a story when he first met you, and and called you out saying, D- "Have you heard of the hundred? And you played it off like you had no idea. <laughs> I did. Good for you. I kind
4: of felt bad at first. No, you didn't? <laughs> you yeah, maybe I didn't really feel bad. <laughs> I, <don't> know. <laughs> but, I know. At first, I actually thought he was joking because he was like, "You heard of the hundred, And I was like. Good one, pal. And I kind of like—I was like, you know, like good one. And then he just was like standing across the room at this party, just staring at me. And I was like, wait a (laughs) sec—is he? Was that? Was he being serious? And later he comes up like, you really look like this girl on the hundred. And then I was like,
5: okay, I'm going to play with him now.
4: (laughs) Then I let
3: it go a little bit.
0: As you should have. Yes, well done. Well played.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Too much fun. That is awesome.
0: And uh the last one from Michelle here, funny disaster story or any on on, on this set or any other st- set you've worked on. Um, you know, she's taking the page out of uh, Sean Hayes from uh, Smartless. She wants to know if there are any kind of disaster stories.
4: There are always disaster
2: stories. <laughs> okay. <And> proceed. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. Which one do I want to share right now. You um, have the conch, go. <laughs> I mean,
2: I mean I could just fire off a few that
4: were really embarrassing at the time. Like mm-hmm. When I was, okay, well, <laughs> the final, let's stick with Shorzy. In Shorzy, on the final scene of the first season, I was supposed to say something, and then I walk to my last mark, and then I say one last thing, and then I exit. Mm-hmm. And they had to shoot it, in a, they could. there was no cuts around it. You had to do it in one sequence. And I probably did that. Like 45 times. Oh I don't know what was happening in my brain, in my nervous system, <laughs> or the circuitry of what was happening, but I would get to the second mark, and I would line up to say the thing, and I would just come on <laughs> every time. Uh. And I could hear Jared and Jacob and all of production <laughs> laughing behind the monitors. Yeah. It became so ridiculous that every time I would approach the mark, I'd be like, it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again. <laughs> and you could hear the kind of bated breath and it would happen again. And we just had to shoot it. So, And it was the last shot that we were filming of the whole show wow. of the season. And I was just like, I can't get it together, Tastic? Come on. <laughs> um, but we finally got it. And <laughs> Jacob was like, well, thank you for 95% of our... Looper reel.
3: Wow. <laughs> it
4: was just like a thing <laughs> that kept happening. Oh, that's um, so good. Then on Travelers, there was, we made the classic mistake. I was sitting in full army fatigue, eating soup, and I just poured it right on myself and not in my mouth, right onto the wardrobe, which Uh-oh. was a moment because yeah. it was the only one they had. Yeah, you nailed that one. <laughs> nailed that one no eating on set um, No yeah. and yeah i mean there's always lots you know mm-hmm. there's like a lot of there's in the 100 there's a lot of falling slipping you know there's a lot of accidents because it was just such a crazy show in my
0: yeah. re- my research into you there was a, a 100 uh, or a 100 looper reel that had it was a very tense moment where you're I think you're about to die and you're grabbing a, the defibrillator. Fib, I, I can't say that word. <laughs> and it comes crashing down and the batteries scatter off of it. And you can hear somebody in the background saying, I think you're going to die now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Cause,
0: Cause you only had seconds to live. And the one thing that could save you, all the Duracells came spilling out.
4: I <laughs> so think in the future, they might like yeah. get better battery.
5: Right. How yeah,
2: you, it's true. Think of the nature of the show and everything that's going on. How do you
5: recover from that? How do you recover <laughs> from that? Like, that just, like, that would just, that would end me. I wouldn't be able to recover. Like, the, just no coming back from that. <laughs>
4: exactly. Well, that was what was so funny about the 100 was like, there was like everything was so dramatic. So you're like crawling through the space station and <gasps> there's no air. And then, like, grabbing the, you know, oxygen tank and then you put it on the, Face and it just kind of hits them right in the eye, like somewhere
5: that it's not supposed.
4: Or like the battery, like and you're then you're also like the cameras are still on me, so you're trying to stay in it, which is a whole other challenge.
5: Uh, (laughs) Especially when it's so intense too, and then you break, and then it's hard to come. Is it hard to come back from that? Oh man, it's, it's, it's a
4: different, it's a different game, but it's the same at the same time, you know, like, like on Shorzy, it's just comedy and you're still (laughs) trying to stay in it you know but like it's equally hilarious you know in dramas when you have these really dramatic moments and like you're like opposite someone and then like the horse farts yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and like, damn it I, I tension to, broken I have to ask you when when Shorzy grabs uh, um, <laughs> Segwinet's arm and, and when he's trying to like he's crying and he's wiping away his tears and he's trying to like he's trying to face you like is, is that a moment where it's just keep it together, like just like stay straight faced. You you can't break. I'm sure there, there. I'm sure there's a lot of laughter in those, that room. Those
4: moments specifically are the hardest, I find, because Jared is so good with his physical comedy.
3: Yeah.
4: Um. And so he he always finds these little new things that he tries on different takes, and that's like. You know, get it together, guys. And so I'm trying to like give them stern <laughs> mom look. Like, you guys better yeah. get better. Do yeah. it, and like try to also like <laughs> the laughter because yeah. there's always so many beautiful things. My my,
0: my favorite reaction of his is when when you're they're in your kitchen and, he, and you're showing him the blueberry bulldogs nude, sweater and there's no C on it. And he does this double take where the second time he looks at you, it's with such a hurt look on his face. It's so perfect.
4: (laughs) He just, he embodies that character so well. And I just, I love how also like Jersey's very self-aware. So he's like, you know, one scene in season one where he was like, like, is, is, is not coming or like how long until she gets here? Like, because he needs to get the, the tears in. I gotta get them in and out before she. Yeah, I yeah. gotta get them in and out before she gets here. Kind of. I was like,
0: <laughs> he knows that he cries. Yeah, <laughs> it's really sweet, T- Tassie, yeah. You've been great and given us so much time today. We really, really appreciate it. We're gonna just go around the horn with final questions. Uh, Victor, you have any?
1: Uh yeah, sure. Um, so let's set the scene here. Uh, Letter Kenny is going into its twelfth season. So we expect that Shoresy will at least have that many. Um, <laughs> so uh, at least at minimum. Um, and, and you know, let's say it's a year from now, strike is over and a new movie is being cast and uh, you got the role for your, you got your dream role for Aqua Woman. So, so, and, and, and so, what are you doing? So, so just wait. I'm, I'm paint, painting a scene here. Um, oh, okay. so I'm cooking. Uh, so, and, and by the way, Arthur Curry, who's in a DC world, not Marvel, uh, his, his wife, uh, Mira is often referred to as Aqua Women. So, let's say there's a movie all about Mira and you get to do your thing. The movie is launches, it hits a billion. Everybody loves it. You now become a you know a bigger star than you already are. Uh, everybody wants you. Are you going to come back to Shorzy for? Whatever season seven, eight, whatever it's going, are you, are you? Are you? Is that? Will Will that continue to? We can continue to rely that that will be a thing for you.
2: He's looking for a hard commitment here. <laughs>
5: yeah. he, he doesn't want you to break up with him. I, do. <laughs> I
4: mean, um, there's a. Uh, I yes you know if there's a way that we can make it all work like it is a show that I just am so proud to be a part of um you know it's 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 not only fun and and so many other things but it's also for the soul you know like I love it so much um I remember my manager at the time he was like I don't know like I don't know if this is an alignment for you and I was like um I'm uh, not taking your advice on this one. Yeah. I'm gonna put a pin <laughs> oh <God>. on that. <laughs> <laughs> I overrule. This is this is a show I want to be a part of for
5: as long as I can be a part of it. It's just so great. Yeah,
0: amazing, amazing, fantastic. Tim. <laughs> um,
5: I have to first say, thank you so, so much. I've been looking for some strong females to, to come on to our show and, and speak with us. Um, I, I asked, uh, Jared for, for to, to share some of, uh, that information with you. And I'm so grateful that you came on. You do women so proud. Um, all of the, our listeners, we are so grateful that you bring it and you, uh, of such a, a great role that that Jared wrote it that you represent uh, females in this way. And you, you just, you do an an outstanding job. Absolutely. So I applaud you and I thank you so much for, for coming on and sharing that with us. And you're, you're fantastic. You just truly are your facial expressions. Like even when you're not saying anything on the show, you are just so in character and, and portray so much emotion, so much feeling. So like, even in the non-comical part, you just you you bring it and it's and it's shared and it's seen and and the three of you how you um um you know bounce off of each other it's 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 beautiful just absolutely beautiful so thank you so much for that um yeah truly grateful I I love female characters that are strong and and this role is amazing just truly amazing so thank you thank you thank you
4: Appreciate that so much, Tanya. I just got chills like the whole time you were speaking because it just feels so, I'm so grateful, you know, to be a part of that, this world that they've created and um, to be able to honor and uh, Nat and the girls and the Bulldogs and all of these characters. It feels like just tremendous privilege. And so um, what you just said really, really
5: means a lot to me. So thank you. Thank you.
2: Matt? He when do you make her go last? Because <laughs> <laughs> you usually so, have the last. Uh... <laughs> I, I know, I know. It's, but no, that was amazing, Tanya. Um, and, and I mean, from our perspective, yeah, thank you so much for coming on today. It's really meant the world to us. Um, up until this year, we had not had any female cast members from any show come on. Uh, we had Danny Ellis from the art department come on early on, uh, but it's really what we wanted to, like Tandy said, we really wanted to talk to some of the amazing, strong characters, actors, voices on this show. So can't thank you enough for for joining our, our roster of amazing interviews. It was amazing. Um, even from our perspective, we're all fans. I mean, it's obvious we're fans. We've been in Sudbury a couple of times. There is a cult following between these shows people love it and my question I always give to everyone and answer it whatever way makes sense to you is knowing all this and you've obviously got a bit of fandom behind it what has been what has it been or what has it meant to you to be a part of all of this
4: hmm. what has it meant to me to be a part of all of this I mean that's a big question I, um, I think that I think that like you know, when you look back at the things that you've done as an artist and as an actress in Hollywood or in your life as a human, there are going to be things that you are really proud of. And there are going to be things that um, a role, you'll just look back on it with so much just joy and and gratitude. And you know, because you can take jobs, you know, to pay the bills, or you can take this role or that role. But this is something that is really meaningful to me. Um, I think for several reasons, like I love how, you know, Jared champions, I love that he creates a world where people can take shots at each other. How, you know, I think he's really brave in his comedy. I think that's really important right now.
3: Mm
4: -hmm. Um, I think I love how, how diverse it is. I love that it champions Canadian culture. I love that, you know, I love so many things about this show that I'm just so proud to be a part of it. So, um, I guess it means a lot to me. Thank you. That's amazing.
0: That's great. Uh, Tasia, again, thank you so much for the time today. Um, I mean, you're now part of two cult shows, if you think, you know, the the 100 and Shorzy, not many actors can say that. So, uh, you know, enjoy it and and we'll keep on watching you and and loving your character in the show as long as it's uh, it's available. Uh, Where can we follow you um, on the socials?
4: Yeah, so my uh, first and last name, Tassia Talis on Instagram and I uh, think of TikTok. Oops, <laughs> Twitter for sure and uh, YouTube. But if you go to my Instagram or I have a website, it's Tassia Tellis T A S Y A T E L E S, and that's where you'll find me.
0: And is there anything you'd like to share? Light on, shed light on any kind of future projects or any you know? Um, uh, you can you can talk about unslaved if you want or how, whatever you'd like to promote
4: yeah I mean I think that like after this last few years it's been kind of like a funny few years I think all of us are getting back into the swing of things and um the same you know creatively I think you know I'm working actually like on a bunch of different projects right now which is really exciting Mm -hmm. um but with unslaved it's also getting its feet beneath it again Mm -hmm. so um, because it is about more than just human trafficking; it's also about like mental health as well, which I think is you know the topic du yeah. jour. Sure. Um, so I'm really excited to get that up and running again, and and follow us and yeah, participate in all the fun times.
3: Yeah,
0: and I mean we'll be more than happy to amplify anything that you have promoted, and uh, and w- again we really appreciate your time today. We're gonna you know we feel blessed to have you on, so I'm gonna play us off here with "Feel Blessed" by Dolo. Ooh.
5: With you now. With you now. Hey. With you now.
3: Hey. 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 L. With you now. Hey.
5: With you now. A. F. With you now. Dolo. Hey.
0: Met the Shardy at the Sherman. She was a little nervous. Cause my reputation, I'm a bad influence. She never met a real G, never seen a whole clip. Blackwood always lit, throwing gang sign in this bitch. Yeah, I'm from the east, I look my niggas from the west. Everybody chillin', time to give you gonna rest. Everybody drippin', nobody wearing the vest. Yeah, we out cheer tonight, we blowin' the check. Blow it up, throw it up, show me where you from. Roll it up, spark it up, yeah, this how I do it. 100, no cap. Always and that's all we have for this episode Don't forget you can use a promo code PRODUCESTAN For 20% off any purchase at Die Coffee If you'd like to support us Rate us on iTunes, Spotify or become a patron You can also follow us on most social media outlets At Producent Thank you for joining us Now we're going to go have some feijoada with our new friend Tasia On behalf of Tasia, Tanya, Matt, Victory and myself Thank you for listening and have a great week Too long
3: time since I had a good time But if you say it's me I'ma show
4: you Come around me, girl I'ma say it's you